Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another segment of Small Bites. So today, this topic is brought to you from me running and being all up in my head again. (laughs) So what's interesting is um, whenever we meet people that have had their spiritual awakening, our immediate thought process is, oh, you know, now they're conscious and, you know, they're experiencing all the good and things and which is true. Invariably, it is absolutely true. You have this awakening and now you've kind of unplugged yourself from the matrix of society and old thought processes. And now you're able to plug in and connect with higher guidance and you can be your authentic self without any judgment, but simply observation. But what also happens when you have a spiritual awakening is you also have what's called the dark night of the soul. And I feel those two go in tandem with one another. And a lot of times I feel like people are under this misconception that you have this dark night of the soul as a period of time and sometimes can last years and sometimes it can last months, sometimes it lasts a couple of days, which for some people, yeah, that's that's true. But here's the thing. I don't think that you can either have one or the other. I think both are happening at the same time. And I also feel like your spiritual awakening process is also, you know, tied to this dark night as well, because you can't really have this light experience without the dark. You know, there's this, um, (laughs) I was listening to a song while I was running. And one of the things, one of the lines is, um, stars are only visible in darkness. And that was like, obviously it triggered my, my brain (laughs) into thinking about this. And I'm like, it's so true because we as just human beings and the stuff, the matter in which that we are made of is made of things of the stars. Everything that makes every physical thing around us is made up of stars. And the only way that we can shine is through our dark. I hope that that makes sense to you guys. Because truly, we can't have the spiritual experience without understanding and being in the places of ourselves that are dark. And I'm not saying, you know, give in to your dark tendencies and, you know, be this mass murderer or something like that. No, 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 not saying that. I'm just saying that there needs to be a understanding and a process that comes with the parts of ourselves that are also maybe not so shiny and pretty and in a, in a, in a sense acceptable, you know, it's, it is us understanding and learning how to cope with the parts of us that are human, that are, you know, traumatized, that are angry, that are shame, ashamed and in pain. And it's in those understandings of ourselves that we learn how to be the highest form of ourselves as well. We can't be this ascended being without understanding our darkness and our shadow and the parts of us that maybe we don't really like per se, but in allowing ourselves to know ourselves better and to recognize our darkness and not to push it away and push it down, but to look at it and observe it when it becomes 
present in our life, when we get triggered, when we experience rage or pain or sorrow or shame or regret or disappointment or above all of them, fear. When we're afraid, we take a moment to actually look at it and and sit, sit in it. (laughs) Sit, Sit in it for a minute. Sit in that nasty discomfort and really start like discovering what, what, what makes this come up for me. And it's in that process that we really start to experience the awakening, the light, the star that's in the darkness. You know, we, we feel and understand ourselves more viscerally when we understand our darkness So no, I am not saying go out and kill people or do awful things. I am just saying to really observe when you begin to feel that part of you that maybe you don't want other people to see and to discover why that happens because there are deep wounds and deep traumas that we experience that we just shirk under the rug and we don't pay attention to it because we don't want to look at it because it freaks us out and makes us afraid because at one point in time we were made to be afraid. But in this work, we realize that there isn't anything that we need to fear. And in order to realize that we got to look at what we're afraid of. And one by one, layer by layer, we begin to understand who we are as these beings and why we came here and what our purpose is. So in order for you to shine bright, you got to realize the dark that's around you. (laughs) So anyway, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about today. And don't forget that it is only in these high pressure circumstances that we can truly shine. And yes, I am referring to the process of coals becoming diamonds. (laughs) But it's true. These things are true. In order to build muscle, you have to break it down. In exercise, you have hype, impact, and weightlifting breaks down muscle tissue in order to build it up. It's the same thing in everything. You know, in order to create diamonds, you have to have coal that undergoes immense amount of pressure and heat in order to become this precious, precious stone. It's the same for us. And it's the same as all of the celestial bodies in space. They have to undergo the immense pressure and the vacuum of space and experience, you know, supernova and combustion and fusion and, you know, really impressive events in order to become these incredible bodies in space that shine light and that send information and and give us hope. So anyway, that's, that's it. You guys, I hope that you liked this little musing of mine and, um, yeah, I love you guys. I look forward to talking at you again in a week, actually not less than that. A couple of days. It's only a couple of days, loves. All right. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. I look forward to talking at you again very soon. Love and light to you all.